0: my mama would say you gotta fight for what is right to her i would say i want to give back That you could find with cra
1: Good morning patriots. And it is the 1st of January in the first day of 2024. Happy New Year. Pretty amazing. We went we made it through 2023 and actually pretty profoundly actually. And we're heading into what is going to be honestly probably one of the most amazing years I think any of us have ever lived. And I don't say that lightly. I think things are really ramping up to be rather significant on so many levels. Before we get going today, I just want to remind you that we are like, we don't know. We are being ruled by psychopath pedophile elites. I'm going to have to get a T-shirt with that. I think I'm going to make a T-shirt. Who rules you? And It'll say, Jesus, not the psychopath pedophile elites. But anyway, um, they will do just about anything to keep from being discovered. And they are in behind this whole tyrannical world that we currently live in. And so with that, be prepared for a lot of disruptive events, one of which would be an EMP or for that matter, even a, a massive lightning war against us, because they do have the, pretty much the mastery of weather warfare these days. 2024 can bring anything, so be prepared. Head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get $50 off and a free and free shipping. These are great units, American-made, veteran-owned company, tested at the best facilities to the highest standards for electromagnetic pulse, which is EMP. And it'll handle an EMP level 1, 2, and 3. All of those things you can find out a lot more about on their website, which has an amazing resource library and an installation library, which is quite stunning, actually. So head on over there. They have a device for just about everything you need in your home, your ATV, your RV, your vehicle, your standalone generator, your solar systems, even your ham radio base station. So empshield.com, empshield.com. Check it out. Well worth the money. Um, a great insurance policy. I have them on the house, and I have them on the, the vehicle and ATV. They we need them, and that's just a solid protection in this hour of time. So, I'm gonna be really honest. I've, I've kind of sat here and wondered a little bit about what today's show is going to be about, and I don't know where this is going to go. I do this once in a while, but I do know that it's the first day of the year, and one thing I want to say up front: there's a couple important things. Um, we definitely are we're going to be having an early show tonight for Bard's FM. And when I say that, it's going to start at 5. That would be 5 Pacific time and uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time. And the reason, because we're combining, I'm combining shows today with Michelle and Leah at the Resistance Chicks. Because today is their seventh anniversary too, of their show, which is fantastic. So it's not only a New Year show, which will be, we're going to go over the top stories of the year. And you can expect a pretty long show like we normally do, because once we get going, we pretty much don't stop. And there'll be a lot of amazing things, I'm sure, said, including some prophetic words. I'm sure Leah will have prophetic words. So will Michelle, that they they really are so profound in that. So it'll be a great show. So tune in today, and that will be live-streamed. We're going to parallel stream, because we'll be pushing it to Podbean, And they're going to push their Rumble channel, we'll push it to our Rumble channel, so it will be live streamed and that will be good. I will check, we'll know tonight, but there may be a show after that on Bards FM, and I'm working on it, I don't have a green light on this yet, but if I get it, then we would do what I'm hoping to do tonight on YouTube, um, which we will then... I, we can't parallel broadcast it, but we would post it later on, on Podbean and the podcast. But I'm hoping that after we get through with the Michelle and Leah's show, that and I didn't even mention this to Michelle and Leah yet, but um, um we want to do um have the Cantrell kids speak into what they're seeing and what they're feeling is coming in 2024, and we're going to also want to invite Michelle and Leah and others to add their voice in that too. So we're going to see what we can do tonight. Uh, lots of things we're going to. It would be some crazy shows. Be prepared for some adaptation, which is seems to be the best thing to do on days like this. But I guarantee you there will be no shortage of stuff coming up, which will be great. We have kind of an intro. I've been reflecting a lot on 2023. We did a, The show that I did last night, which I was, really was an enjoyable show. And I'll be honest with you. There's not a lot of time we get to reflect on where we have been. And I think that's a, a really big part of this. This channel's anniversary will come up in uh, twenty on May of this year. And, uh, and I'll have to look back on the history of when the first post was made, but it will come up in May of this year. And that'll be the fifth year that we're, I've been broadcasting. I had started probably somewhere around this time in an experiment, but I'd be, it literally took me in the original podcast, it took me about three months, two to three months of research And and how to build the intro and how to do a variety of things. Um, And that's just, I was listening, I didn't know much about podcasting at that time. As a matter of fact, I didn't know much about it at all. So it was really kind of a foreign area and it was what God had called me to do. And so I spent a lot of time researching and listening to podcasts, which is where you kind of learn a lot about what works and what doesn't. The original podcast was designed to... And by design, I had it at about 20 minutes. And um, that was the idea behind that original podcast was to have a, uh, a show that we could have... Um, that someone could listen to on their drive to and from work. That was kind of my main objective on all of that. And it was... It was very successful in the framing, and then as things went along, it was also very easy to do a show. I shouldn't say it that way. It wasn't easy. And one thing about podcasts, if you're going to do a concise podcast, and it's a solid one, it takes a while to get that rhythm down. And those 20-minute shows were about once a week, which grew to twice a week, and then (laughs) the gates opened on November. It was November 10th of 2020 uh, after the elections when everything just went, wow, and it was game on. But... And we have since seen an amazing amazing growth of this channel, and it's the blessings of God. The one thing about all of what we do here is everything is, this is God's channel, as I say. I'm simply a steward and a voice of it. But it's definitely been an experience to watch this grow. And it's also an experience when you get something growing as fast as it did in 2020 into 2021. And we've, I think we've done exceptionally well overall with all the people and They were part of it. Last night's show was, though, very nice. as a New Year's Eve show. If you haven't listened to it, take a listen. Talked a lot about Bars Nation and gave a lot of honor to Teddy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Bear, who's been our moderator since easily 2021, and a lot of what he was instrumental in in helping build in this online community that we have, which is the live chat, which is really fantastic. So as we look into 2024 and we've looked past on 2023, there's a couple of big words and words that were given to me uh, in prayer that I think we really need to focus on and what I think will define 2024. One is rebuilding or restoring the church. And I would, I would probably say restoring is better than rebuilding, um, but restoring the church. And that doesn't mean the church in the terms of what it is to what we see. It's the church that goes beyond the dead stone walls. And that was a word, originally was going to be part of the Christmas special this year. And as you will note, there was no Christmas special this year. And that was not, it was just by virtue of everything that we had going on for the last 14 weeks, which is crazy. And it is there. it was a lot that did happen last year. Two Bards Fests, and we had... Um, which were very successful. We we launched the Bards Nation social media platform, which is we launched two new websites and the Bards Nation social media platform. And we're going to be ramping up this year, um, which will begin, it was I, we're running about a week behind, but starting this Friday, the Bards newsletter will begin. And we've been talking about that forever. We finally have that down to where that will start coming out every Friday. So you can look forward to that. That's a nice weekend read. And then that will expand into by the end of January, February, we're going to be doing one deep dive show of some capacity, whatever that is. It's going to be a discussion. I I think this month's what we're going to do and why I'm going to kick this off and why I want to talk about this today. I'm pretty sure that what we're going to be discussing in uh, the end of January, the deep dive will be restoring the church. And the story behind it is going to be built around this that I'm already filming is the remodeling of an old barn into the barn church that we're setting up here on the property. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful setting. It's a beautiful old barn. And to really preserve that oldness and yet make it functional as a barn church. Those things are going to be happening. And you can look forward to stories like that. One of the stories that we'll definitely be doing in the near future once they arrive, we'll be stories on horses, and um, we'll be also studying, doing a lot on cattle. And all of this based on a small ranch model of like 80 acres. So there's gonna be some pretty rich content that's coming out, and I'm looking forward to that because these will be started once a month shows depending on how that production schedule goes. And I think you'll also uh, find that we're gonna take advantage, I say we, because um, I'm gonna try to, bring the, uh, to open the discussion so far. and. There's going to be some use of the YouTube channel this year in the ministry side of it, since that is relatively safe grounds within YouTube censorship rules. And it's a good application to a good audience that we want to try to engage because we're sitting over there with about 175,000 subscribers that have not had a regular engagement from Barge Nation. And it's amazing how many people sit over on YouTube that literally are not here and on other places. I'm stunned about that, but there are communities that don't go past YouTube and they don't even know what Rumble or other platforms are. So it's important to engage them, and I'm working up some content, and I'm hoping that part of that content on YouTube will be a a weekly live stream, probably starting in February, um, tentatively at this point, of a live stream of of a weekly service from the Barn Church that will be with Paul and I and the Cantrells, and that will include music. We're getting that set up, which I think will be very exciting as part of a extension of the ministry and we will also be looking at bringing in a couple daily shows and I'm hoping that I can get the Kentrels to lead those. I don't think there's any question, it's just a matter of getting it organized to where uh, I think Christine is probably going to be doing a little bit of that and maybe Paul to where we get a couple weekly shows in there as well. So we're really going to start seeing some growth in content. All of that will be replicated over on other sites but we're going to start using these platforms to where their strengths are. YouTube is not a politically uh, savvy, a place to put political content or divisive content, you're gonna get banned. But if you're talking in terms of solid faith and worship, deliverance, inner healing, I think we can maximize YouTube to another level that we've never done before. And it brings in again another audience, which is expanding the community of Bars Nation. So restoring the church is a major part of the theme for 2024. And it's it changes the dynamic of really how we look at 2024. And part of that is, um, oh, and you know, I'm going to stop here real quick because there's something I didn't mention I need to mention right now. It's big. Um, January uh, January 13th and Leah Michelle are having, and this does tie in because it's tie into the kind of the revival of the church. And, it, and I, I have the flyer here. I just didn't mention it. So on January 13th, um, Leah and Michelle are, are the Resistance Chicks are running what they call the Dan Patch Revival, and that's going to be in Oxford, Indiana. It's going to start at 6 p.m. I've, I've heard as early as 5 p.m. Just be flexible. Um, that's on their website. So if you head on over to ResistanceChicks.com and you check out their website, and you will see um, that part of that flyer in the upper right-hand corner I would encourage you to go. I think it's going to be very powerful. Uh, this particular one, I'm not going to, at least not now. I'm not. I'm planning on being there. I think we've got too much going on for me to get out there. There'll be others that I will show up at. These are what we call pop-ups, and they're going to be small events. We're going to do quite a few of those through twenty twenty-four, and more regional, more local, and not big events. One day, these sort of short hour blocks, like you know, five to you know, three in the morning or something. The actual Bards Fest, there's going to be one this year. And that will be in Fleming'sburg, Kentucky. And just by virtue of everything else that's going on, there's a laundry list of things that God has placed before me to do. And this year, and they're, they're extensive, and they're going to take a lot of work. Um, so we need to really stay focused on those. And so it's going to be one major event. We're going to go back to one um, event. One, event where we're going to focus on that in Flemingsburg and we're going to maximize it as the main Bards event. And it'll be probably four days. So you can plan on that. It's going to be a great one, bring a lot of people together. So that's that'll be in the end of September and October. So that's just kind of the you know update of business stuff. But really in the themes for me as I look forward into twenty twenty four. There's two major themes in my prayers that really come forward as the themes that I think will guide us. And I'm going to be focusing a lot on here. Restoring the church is critical, and that gets us into Acts, okay? And after, that's so important that we get into Acts and understand really the function of inner healing and, and healing the sick and the idea of casting out demons, raising the dead, those capacities. That's going to be a major part of our warfare, spiritual warfare and um, warfare with prayer. So restoring the church is fundamentally why in January our deep dive story will be about that. And it would be a powerful story, I anticipate. We're also, um, with that comes with restoring the church. To, to restore the church, you have to be able to say you're restoring the family because that's the function of the two. And as you know very well, a lot of that theme has come forward uh, since post Fest. It's been a big thing that God's put on my heart to push, which is the restoration of the family and to get down to what we call the root of the seed of the family and getting that going again. So that also leads to a documentary that's gonna be coming out this month. I'm not sure, I'll say this month tentatively, it's our intention, is, it's um, Bards of War, the Family is Everything, is a play on the first movie I did. That will become available, really looking at the uh, the whole process of what it is in the arc of raising up a family and where, where it, the origins of the destruction of the family came from, how it's influenced us and how we can change it, really big issues. So. These things are coming and they're all part of major themes because the major theme, kind of two capsulating themes for 2024, restoring the church and shepherding. And those two words right there, those two concepts will, I think, lead us, and I don't say I, there's a God element here that's very significant in what's been put on my heart and in the directions of how we see going forward and how we win. The news cycle is continuing to be insane. The political news cycle will get more insane. The threats and the, and the clamorings of war will increase more. And ultimately, there's going to be some sort of event, and I don't know what it's going to look like, but there'll be some sort of event that will eventually lead to chaos. And the chaos will be probably less radical than they would like and more extreme than we would be comfortable with. And Ultimately, there's going to be an election. I don't know what that all looks like. I know that the system is completely rigged, and I think we all have to just accept that. Anybody that believes that whatever candidate gets in office, that somehow that's going to be a sign of good or bad, it's all bad in the sense of politics in this nation. Because you're dealing with elites that have no interest in helping the people. These are elites that ultimately want to maintain power for them, themselves. And ultimately the goal is to create a global prison grid system and get everybody on a digital economy. I don't care who you're dealing with, whether it's Trump or Biden. That all sees that as commerce and trade and tracking. The thing to keep in mind, and, and you, you can't overlook these things, and Trump said we're going to build 10 new great cities. And you, you, of course the question is why? Why would we want 10 more cities? Well, there is Agenda 2030 because that's the government taking more land and that's going to be a major issue this year of, of them trying to seize more property using federal control. There is no question in 2024, as we have themes to approach 2024, there's a lot of things coming at us that why these themes are so effective and why they are so important. I think why God put them so clearly on my heart. Um, the, the things that are coming at us this year, and just to kind of highlight those, you have Fighting age males that have been coming across our border creating cells. You're going to have food issues with supply chain logistics and general shortages because they've been trying to, they've been doing everything they can to knock the farmers off the land. Obviously, their end goal is to grow everything in big warehouses and labs to where they force a re- very restricted diet that's genetically controlled and manipulated on the American public. And that is all by design to keep people. On the edge of nutrition and keeping them dumbed down and weak. That's how you control a population is through the food. There are constant challenges towards our energy sector, and trying to we'll continue to see those in, those squeezes. And this is nothing more than you, this research. You can see the trends that we're going. But the real question is, what do we do? And we know that we've already seen a test run of their directed energy weapons. We've seen it in the fires on the up the west coast. We've seen it in Lahaina, which has pretty much gone off the map now. We don't talk much about Lahaina, but that was a directed energy attack on a community for the sole purpose of seizing property in a community that was a native community that did not want to sell to the billionaires. The billionaire class is the parasite of the world. Be clear, they're a satanic class of people. And they're going to use all their resources and everything in their hand to continue to try to increase their power and they see us as a parasite which is ironic because the only real parasites are them. And so the root of all things for success in God's kingdom is going to be restoring the church. Now, what does that look like? I think that's a critical thing. And the restoring of the church is principally the restoring of the heart of the church, not the physical structure. There will be physical structures, but it has to be different. And the one metaphor that we came out of with Bartsfest in Flemingsburg was that we, and it was amazing because God literally was showing me this vision of what the new church would be. And it would be a church without walls. And so it was amazing to go into Flemingsburg and arrive at a facility that had a massive pavilion and no walls, which we could house three or 400 people under roof, but there were no walls. That is truly the, the metaphor I think we all have to hold is that we're not, we can no longer box in the church. We have to let we literally have to let the Holy Spirit flow through us, and we have to let all of this move through us and let God live in us. Two nights ago, um, I spent the evening up on a hill above the property. It's one of these amazing places I go to pray, that when you sit there and in the, in, it's like the veil between heaven and earth is very thin. And it's, and I have a, there's an amazing view over the valley in the day, and I was at night, so there's also an equally beautiful view up into the stars. In the open air, and I think this is where we get back to the fundamentals of what it is to restore the church, it gets us into county by county. So restoring the church is a very large statement, and it's. I think we can trap ourselves in thinking very finite, and I think we have to think very broad. We have to allow God to show us what that looks like, and the rest... That restoration of the church is what's going to draw people back to Christ. When they start to understand the willingness to embrace people where they are, the power of miracle healings, the deliverance, raising the dead, the greater works, the pursuit of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we start to put these things into a package in restoring the church, we are all living differently. And I think that needs to be said very clearly. Nothing will remain the same. And I do see that the next two years are going to truly define a nation as it will a world. And it will be a difference between those walking in kingdom and those walking in the spirit of death. We literally represent the spirit of life. So what does that look like? And it's one of the things that God has constantly put in my heart is what to do with these properties that keep coming into my orbit to influence. We have a small urban model, which you'll see more of this year, of the urban homestead where literally we have... Turned a backyard with one sixth of an acre of a backyard into a food sufficiency model that supports three to four people and probably more in all the nutrition needs that we have. And with a couple of small additions that we're going to make this year, one of which is chickens, even if you didn't have dairy, you still have everything you need. Okay. And that's, and that's an ecosystem that's self sufficient. There is then other step up, which is the 80 acres of property and facility where there's cattle. Currently, I think we're now at 12 calves, by the way. I just found one that was born the other night, which was fantastic. I had gone out to do count the heads. This two nights ago or two days ago. I went out to count the head and head count, and I kept coming up one cow short. And And I literally, because of the way they are, I counted it like five times, and I came up with a total of 11 calves. So I did a drive around the property, ended up going up top, had a suspicion. There's only one reason the cow would be not, we'd be there. And uh, it was either she was wounded or wounded or, or in pain or dying, or that she was giving birth. And sure enough, I went up into the tree line above the property, and she had just given birth to number 12. Uh, really amazing, precious, in, in the trees, safe from everybody else. So it's really amazing, and out of the rain. Cows are smart. They're, they know what they need to do to have birth. Their births are faster, like 10 minutes, once they lay down and start having the birth and contractions. The cow, the cow or a calf comes right out. So, all that said, I mean, my, my point of this is that a lot of this model of the church, this is a living church, and it's 80 acres of a living church, of, a, of an ecclesia model, which is where we're headed towards is to try to build this system to where it represents that of prosperity and food and healing to where that should be what we all are doing. We can do that in our homes, and we can do that in, in uh, land, and we can do that in a, in, even in some of the existing churches if they will be willing to convert the way that they look at things, but that's the big shift is we have to start seeing the church as a living, breathing model within the community, not just as a, a place to go in and, and read a few passages and go home and then drop your money and so all your are putting in there is for the purpose of paying electrical bills. And I'm being you know I'm being a little bit tongue-in-cheek on that, but nonetheless, I mean this is very clear with what God's direction is, is 2024 is restoring the church. With that comes something else. And this was recently that came out in the last few days, but a very powerful word heading into 2024, and that is raising up the shepherds in the body of Christ. And that's the David, and that's the Gideons, and that's the Joshua's, the shepherds are a very different uh, mentality. I mean, think we've, we've settled in pretty well to a stewardship mentality, which is the way the stewardship has happened in this nation has become very passive, very um, pacified as well. The steward, as I described it the other night, has become one of property management. The steward makes sure the grass is, is mowed. The steward makes sure that the wind broken window gets fixed. The steward makes sure that there is a, and when an appliance goes out, that that's, that's repaired and up to date. The steward makes sure that there's the, all the bookkeeping for the property is up to date. That's the steward. The steward is also looking over if there's animals or making sure they're fed, they're being rotated on pastures. What the steward isn't is the protector, at least not in this model that I'm portraying here. And we don't have those that are out there being protectors much, not as much as we need. And this is going to be a big, I think it needs to be a big theme and will be a big theme here about raising up the shepherds this year. The shepherds are going to be the David that understands very clearly that there is such a thing as evil, that is going to protect, not just manage, but they're going to protect the flock. They're going to be out there waging that spiritual war aggressively and, and emphatically to get in front of this and to try to tear down these principalities and strongholds to keep the flock safe. The shepherd is going to be the one that leads the communities. Just like it happened with David. And we have the army sitting on his side, afraid of a giant, and David walks up with a few st- stones, throws one through the head of the Goliath, Goliath falls, and David cuts off his head. Those sorts of changes in dynamic of how we approach our communities are going to be critical. Not taking no for an answer when when wrong is wrong, wrong is wrong. and That is so important um, that we literally stay focused on the raising up of the spiritual shepherds. So we have to literally start leaning into a, a big place of growth, all of us, and stepping into new roles and new anointments which are waiting and God has literally opened the doors in 2024 to make it that type of year. This is a year that you can make a choice and each one of us will have to make that choice. of whether you will be consumed with the fear porn and the incessant negativity and obsessiveness of the ugly fight, which is what the propaganda is pushing, or whether you're gonna step into the victory fight with kingdom and bringing victory into the world, knowing that no matter what you do, you're safe and there is no fear in God. Really important principles. Um, and it's critical that we have to all start taking that mantles if we're going to really win this because kingdom is not about fear. That's us. That's one of the most corrosive aspects of this entire world. And the corrosiveness of this gets into where it separates us from God. These two put together lead us to another very important root of all of this. And that is spending more time in the word. And that will be here, and we'll be reflected here as well. There has to be more time in the Word for all of us, and we need to be looking at that. And this will begin relatively quickly here on this channel, especially in the morning show, where we'll be putting more emphasis on the Word in the way that I do the Word, meaning that I'm not conventional, and you know that. So that and then that, by the way, will never change. I'm like the I am literally by the virtue of the church. I am like the extremely large square block that goes into extremely, is trying to be pounded into an extremely small round hole, the round hole being the church, and then there's me. <laughs> and I guarantee you, no matter how hard you continue to pound on that block, um, it's not going to get me into that round hole. Unless, of course, I just tear apart the entire entrance and we charge forward with the block and we become, and, and that, there you go, the hole becomes the, the round hole becomes the square hole become by virtue of us just breaking down the walls there it is that's the great word for you today how's that that's actually pretty good and i would say that's holy spirit i'm kind of laughing cuz i was making a joke i think holy spirit was like uh that that's not we're not joking <laughs> it's like Roger that so that's good we're going to have a good time continue i think the biggest thing is to never forget our joy in all that we do and it's so critical that we take time to really lean into god and Don't take everything uh, so heavy that we forget to laugh. Uh, God gave us humor for a reason, and he didn't give us humor to feel guilty about. He gave us humor to live in and be in the greaterness of what he intended us to be. So I, I see a lot of amazing opportunities and a lot of amazing changes this year that I believe truly as we fight this fight, Even though at times we may not see the outcomes, I believe that the enemy is extremely concerned about what is happening and what's coming at them, which is the awakening of the sons of God. That would be us and others like us, which is important. So as a community, we we really have built an amazing fellowship. And I think it's equally important to recognize that in these pillars that we're going to be working on this year, which is restoring the church and shepherding. And there's probably going to be a third, and I I don't have it yet. And we'll just see as we even go through the show, it might come. But stewardship and shepherding are critical because it's literally the understanding of what our role is here as sons of of God. And those two elements speak volumes. Now, there has been a a sidelining. It it would probably appear from the side of a sidelining of a major event, which ties in to both of these things in a big way, and that is Operation Vineyard, which I made a very big deal about when I accepted the commission from God, and I have, and it's not gone it's on the side at all. But Operation Vineyard is going to become more and more of a focus as we head into 2024, and what is that centered on? Rescue, heal, and restore. Those three principles of that, which is this principle of our mission in in, in our mission work in Christ. And that actually almost answers what I was just going to say. I knew this was going to come, so this is awesome. So if we look at kind of the three guiding principles, then it's, I went from two, now we're at three of 2024. I came in with two and I was just given a third. And I think this will start to take shape and I think we can all see it. And that is we have the, the shepherding, right? And that's so important that we continue with that. And we have the restoration of the church, but then we have mission work. Okay? And I think the mission is at the center of everything we do because the mission is really defining our heart in Christ. Mission work, is, in the, is going to be, for everybody globally, the mission work has to be local. We love to go across the seas. We love to go to Africa and to go to you know, some remote place in the middle of Central Asia. But the powerful mission work now is going to be in our local communities. And that's where we start to bring in all of these pieces together to understand where like even Operation Vineyard takes hold. Operation Vineyard is going to be a very important part of 2024, but it is a mission work. But it's centered truly on the idea of building spiritual, the, the spiritual shepherds to do the work. And it's also centered on the everything that we do is about restoring the church. So when you bring those three things together, you now have a template for where you'll see most of the effort in Bar's Nation in a big way. Everything that I see that we do has to have an intent and purpose of outcome of where we're going. It isn't enough for me to ever hear. If I hear a sermon, that's just going to talk about sermon stuff and not apply it to the regular day and and the the, uh, la vie quotidienne, what they would say in France, the daily life. If we don't have that focus of understanding that everything needs to apply to our life and to the fight before us, I think we're wasting our time. And that's probably a pretty broad statement, but we need to be intentional driven and purpose driven because our enemy is. And that's where we have to start to dethrone them and take these places back. So again, so restoring the church, which I love this comment. It just came in here in chat. Uh, This is restoring the church equals restoring our souls via deliverance and spiritual warfare. Nicely stated. That was really good. Um, There's a lot of good things happening here in chat. Uh, Someone right here needs places of restoration and refuge. and, And that's true. And we do. And that's exactly what is actually happening. So we have this property as that sort of refuge for kids we're building up. We have about 30 minutes from here, we have the Bards Nation School. We have another uh, asset developing in Montana, and we have yet another one happening, um, which it looks like it's going to happen pretty quickly here, in Fleming'sburg, in the place that we all know we had Bards Fest. Those are just the beginnings, and we have another one down in Chile. So these are just the beginnings to start bringing these up. Okay, And this is all about creating kingdom strongholds so that we can continue to literally raise up everything that we do and have places where people know that they can go and migrate. So that all kind of comes back to where we began today, which is one Bardsfest versus the pop-ups. Really want to encourage this year the idea of pop-ups because they're they're quick events. They're events that don't take a long time to plan. They can be just an evening at a church. We can get people to support, kind of keeping the themes of deliverance and healing And um, obviously, prayer and worship, all critical aspects. And to continue to raise this up in in those bringing people together to continue to build up the strength in the body of Christ and then to have major events like this year one where people can come and spend and immerse themselves and say four days of Holy Spirit, which is what we did in Bardsfest. And it was tremendous and incredibly powerful. So restoring the church, raising up the spiritual shepherds, and developing our missions and the missions again are going to be domestic to the country you're in not trying to go global there is so much ahead here and i have so much goodness in my heart towards what we face in 2024 while they're trying to pour in this idea of anxiety hatred fear division we could go on the list of things woke stupidity i'm seeing that god's coming that god's presence is going to be more evident than ever before that God is going to be starting to make his presence known as we turn into 2024. And I would celebrate and rejoice in that. But it's going to take us to have that faith to walk with him. He is going to show up. And he is showing up. And he's bringing you. If you're here in this community, if you've been on this journey, or you're just new to it, however it is, in Bar's Nation, you're part of a reason you're here. I realize this gets into, you know, the big design concept is God know all things as he make all things. God always knows the beginning and the end. I think that through the middle of it, there's always the aspect of free will and how we choose to serve him, which in our way of saying is that would sound like there's a variable in knowing all things, except if you know all things in the infinite, then there is no variable and that would be God. So we are in a place where the awakening is happening in a big way. The spiritual awakening is happening in a big way. And we're, we're ending up in a direction that we're going that's very, very profound as God is going to make his presence known increasingly. And it's going to come out in, and I'm going to say this very very definitively, it's going to come out in the raising up and rebuilding of the church. It's going to come out in the raising up of the spiritual shepherds. And it's going to come out in the mission work that, that comes out of that. All of that arced with three words, rescue, heal, and restore. And if you apply those three words across this entire next year, I think you will see the dynamic of what, it, when we look back on this, and this is why I want to benchmark this today, we look back on this, I think we will be able to frame the, all these things here that we've talked about in terms of rescue, heal, and restore, raising up the church, b- raising up the spiritual shepherds, rebuilding the church, raising up the spiritual shepherds, and and building out our mission work here in in domestically and in, in countries across the world. That's a lot of work, but it's an amazing work that everything we do has a purpose and function for kingdom. And that is where, as we do this, um, one of our mods is listed, Mark Baker. It's interesting, we will be in touch with him. He's a good man, he's up in Michigan. And he's doing a lot of good work. So there's a lot of good things happening, a lot of connectivity that will happen, a lot of bridging. The county by county, seven pillars. We started with three years ago and it has become fundamentally the base framework the rock in which we build on to get to these next levels there will be a lot more discussion on that as we go into 2024 2024 will be a discussion and relearning of of county by county and going deeper so as just to recap the 20 the, those seven pillars of 20 of county by county and if i was to map out everything right now i'd put three words at the top of this and i would say Rescue, heal, restore. And then under that, I would put the principles of rebuilding the church, raising up the spiritual shepherds, and mission work. And then under that, I would put the seven pillars of county by county. It's kind of a map for you in your visual map for your head. And those seven pillars home churches, homeschooling, patriot gardens. Right work, which is getting yourself off the yoke of corporate or government and doing the right work for yourself that God calls. Health and wellness to break from the medical tyranny. Informed action, which includes reading in the scriptures, building paper libraries, and um, being part of, being involved in the community to know what's going on. And then stewardship and conservation, which also includes in that by virtue of that mentality. Uh, it includes the currency model of building it and we may add one but essentially it includes currency as gold and silver as precious metals tangible asset currency exchange those models as we put them together start to give us a massive framework of action which gives us the both the strategic the operational and the tactical op- tactical plans to be able to tear out this tear out these enemy strongholds and literally tear down their fortresses and that is the approach in everything we do. So there's a, will be a tendency and there always will happen to want to default to our second amendment, default to our right to bear arms, default to the sword of the steel is the general metaphor catch all that I do. And I don't see that happening. I don't think that that's going to be the Well, let me put it this way. We know we're dealing with a demonic and a spiritual war in the demonic sense. You can kill all the flesh you want. You're never going to slay that demon until you go after them in the spirit and understand what you're doing. And you can be assured that that sort of warfare is going on and will continue to get more intense. So get wise on it. Get wise on these sorts of things to understand how to wage spiritual warfare. Read books. Follow the engagements here. Get the outside training. Isaiah 61 is a great example in the Church of Glad Tidings. But continue to be engaged that way. It's good. An exciting year. We can't have fear it can be none. We have to walk in with eyes open and ready to engage as the Lord leads. And as God is wanting us to, he's, we are seeing this again as a place of stepping away now, at least for me. And again, I tell you these things in a in a in a when I say we or an, I specifically, either one. I really want you to hear them from the place that this is the direction that God's leading me if this doesn't run with your grain and you feel that it's not something you want to do, one thing I think we should have learned coming out of Flemingsburg, and I hope people do have is that when you find something not in your liking, or you don't want to follow it anymore, walk as one would walk in Christ and don't be divisive, hateful and desire to cause division. If that's your heart, then you have a heart of the devil. If your heart is love, and the unity of love and understanding that there are times, and I get this, that people aren't comfortable going down certain paths. That's great. No problem. There's no hard feelings. When, pers- when people get involved in, though, in the pettiness of what the devil likes to play on, which always comes from a weakened heart, it always comes from a heart that has holes in it, an armor that's weakened, and it comes from a place of being able to exploit certain emotional weaknesses within people that inflame them and cause them to be literally weaponized it is important that the strength in our community that we stand around each other and say we're going to pray and everything we do we need to be praying and praying for in our resolves if we are in alignment with one another and we're doing great things in the world pray more for greater alignment and greater things in the world if we are in discord with one another pray to find the common and I can't stress that enough if we are the way through everything is prayer yeah I mentioned at barsfest it was a really for some people they were very inflamed by this comment and I and we got it explained, but nonetheless, what I said is that women, you have to understand that when your man is dealing with the port addiction, that that's an attack from the enemy to hook up the man and destroy the relationship. So instead of being hurt, I said, you need to stand in and stand side by side and back to back with your man to fight it off. There, That's the main fight. Once we get into that, then you can get into the personal inner healings, the sorts of things of getting rid of your woundedness. But we're going to be seeing a lot of that testing in 2024 and 2025 to find the root resolve and the core sense of who we are. And if you're going to be in the walk with Christ, then we're going to have to get down to those deeper places of understanding our where the me is, where the me wants, and where the me says, I can't go. And that's where we turn that over to God to heal, and we do the deliverance to totally bring that manifest. But I am excited about where we're going. You heard me talk last night about the whole expansion of the tribes. And those tribes included, we had resistance chicks that have come over, and that was an amazing partnering that has just lit on fire so many things. And, and I know that there's different styles. There's different styles of presenting a sermon. There's different styles of presenting a ministry. There's no identity that's been lost in Bar's nation. We've only enhanced by the incorporation and inclusion of another nation, by which is Michelle and Leah's resistance chicks. They have a different community. Many of the community actually is overseas, which in the, in the UK, they have a different community. And as we bring this in, what we're all talking about is expanding the footprint and strength within the body of Christ. We also know, and I mentioned it last night, one of the more significant events at Bard's Fest, of all the things that happened, was the gift of Pastor Devenise. And having her there and being part of Bard's Nation was significant because it was God's bridge that he brought her there to build a bridge now into the American Black Pastors Movement and community. And let me tell you, I'm on fire for this because this is a powerful community. And unfortunately, we have such this division of like white church, black church. I I don't do this. And I I am not, I I like tearing down walls. And these are, literally, that's the metaphor again of restoring the church. How do we restore the church? Tear down the walls. That was the metaphor at Fleming'sburg. It was right before us. And if we're gonna talk about raising up Spiritual shepherds, we're going to need that community. They are on fire. And they are more on fire than most of what we would call the white church, which I I cringe when I say these things, but this is unfortunately the reality we're speaking to that needs to be torn down. These walls need to be come come down. We need to be working together. And there's so much to learn from one another. We're one nation under God. We are not like we are nations plural under God. We also have this bridge that has been opened and it will be expanded this year with through Vice President My- Myron Lizer to bring in Navajo and to start, hopefully, hopefully and if, you know, if God willing, we will set up a church out there this year in the Navajo Nation. That's huge. This is bringing together the communities. And as we do this, we're starting to see the greater footprint expand out to where we're coming together and working as one body against this evil. This is what they are afraid of. And we're not going to get through that by worrying about politics. We're going to get through that by digging into the word, by understanding the gifts and the talents that God gave us, getting into acts, understanding how to build the church through the vision of acts. That is like literally praying into the Holy Spirit and getting baptism in water and then getting the Holy Spirit and baptism by fire. That means getting used to people speaking in tongues. That means you getting used to the prophetic and the apostolic. That means not just getting used to it, but asking God to give that to you. These are the weapons of war. And this again, and so we have the, the for 2024, 20, as God has led, we have the rebuilding of the church, the raising of the spiritual shepherds, and then we get into mission work. Mission work can be literally in your own community, working in something local. Can you imagine if you are if you are praying into this and God is gifting you with miracle healing, speaking in tongues, being able to translate that into the word of Holy Spirit into the world, and you're able to go to an elderly retirement home and you're able to heal people that are terminally ill. You're able to go to a hospital and heal people to the point that the doctors don't even know what they're doing. They're just going to call you and there's a critical case. We can do this. All of this is here. We ha- All we have to do is have the heart of it. And we have to get past the burdens of anger and hate and so much other. And, and continuing to move that bar where it's going, when you watch the Kentrell family work, you watch these children work, you're seeing God anchor into the youth and bringing forth the power, the true power of what kingdom can bring. That's not limited to the children. But the great thing about children is when children are anointed like that and they get with other children, it is like watching a grass fire take off. If you've ever seen a grass fire in a prairie, it takes a spark and pretty much all of a sudden you're at 10 acres. That's how the children work. When they get with one another, it just spills over. So we had some feedback in Bar's Fest where people had never seen speaking in tongues. I get it. That's okay. But again, here's where we have to start being mature within the body of Christ. All of this stuff is biblical. People will tell you it's not biblical and it's like, read the Bible. It might help. And I don't mean to be so flippant about it, but when you start to see this and you're like, well, that's not biblical and you're like, go read the Bible. It's right there. Okay. Let's talk about accountability and love. You want to talk about accountability and love? Read 1 John 3 and apply everything in 1 John 3 to your life and ask yourself where you are. If <laughs> Let me tell you, that's one that'll burn you up in a good way. Gotta like, watch this. I'm gonna light the furnace on you right now. That's love. Read Acts. You wanna see how the church needs to work? Read Acts. Embrace these things as gifts. Don't run from them. Because this is who we are. And see, this is one of the biggest problems and where I'm gonna kind of close the show today, I think it's so important, on a New Year's Day is We've been conditioned to see these things as foreign to us, and therefore those that do them are weird or special. That is not the case. We are all gifted with the access to these. The question is, what do you believe and whom do you serve? It's literally that simple. What do you believe and whom do you serve? God is awakening us. God is raising up his, his remnant. God is moving people to a new level. God is rebuilding the church. God is raising up spiritual shepherds. God is setting us on a course to do mission work. And what does that look like? Rescue, heal, restore. Rescue, heal, restore. Over and over, say those words. And how is that going to look? And the thing is, it's going to look like many things. And that's the one thing that I'm so blessed to say is you will see this modeled within the community of Bar's Nation, which is a community. It includes Resistance Nation. It includes... The, and will include in the near horizon the the elements and representatives of the American Black Church, and I'm so I can't tell you how blessings that is. And it will include elements and blessings and, and connectors with Navajo Nation and other First Nations. We're going to see this, and as we then start to see the representative body work, you're going to see the power of the Holy Spirit take hold. You're going to see what happens when we come together instead of coming apart you're going to see the fire of what that brings into our lives the ability to literally start bringing the miracles into our daily lives you can defeat this enemy in a flash it doesn't take much you're not going to have to ever raise a sort of spirit or sort of steel against them all you have to understand is once you can identify and see that where these people are trapped within the damages of inner healing that they need the the brutalities of trauma in their life and the demonic that is attached to that once we start to see that everything paul wrote about in ephesians starts to make sense it is not of the flesh it is not a battle of flesh and blood it's a battle in principalities that's where our war is waged and when we take on these principalities we start to tear down their fortresses and strongholds i mean shred them cutting off the strings that bind releasing people to the world we start to see a complete transformation happens before us and you will see an awakening like no other you will see people freed from these bondages and there's still accountability in all of that. That's in God's hand as we build and guide ourselves through the system, restoring the systems of justice. Everything we do has to be through prayer. Everything we do has to be in his guidance and his word. So if you end up for some reason being one of these guys that gets called in your life, or gals, it gets called in your life to literally be part of something to deal with a sort of steel, i.e. Peter in the garden, The only way that will work is if God is guiding every step you do and leading you to that moment. If there is one, like a Jericho, where you know that everything that is being done there in Jericho that reads such brutality is of God, it is not of man. And once we realize that, we realize how limited... Extremely limited, if at all, there is a physical war like we typically are been trained to believe. This war is in the spirit, and it is through the spirit that we defeat this enemy, tear down their strongholds, we free the people, which is begins with we have to set get set ourselves free, keep ourselves free, and then help others to uh, to become free. And once we have captured those things in our daily operations, that mission work is part of that cr- third critical pillar. Comes alive, comes to life, comes alive it burns with the intensity of Holy Spirit. It burns with the excitement of everything that's there. And we start to see lives transformed. And when we can see lives transformed, we are raised up. And the body of Christ becomes mighty. So yes, there's a remnant right now. We could easily compare this period of time towards Gideon and sorting down his army as God has done over the last few years, weeding it down to that purified and intense 300. The 300 that are obedient to him and yet have the heart of a lion. They have fearlessness in their eyes because there is no fear within them. And they're willing to go up against an army that outnumbers them by ex- astronomical amounts. An army that's well-armed, well-equipped, and literally, and I just put this in your head, here you have this massive army, and they're like, we're going to come crush you, and you're like, hang on a minute, I want we want to blow a couple horns. And they blow 300 horns, and they break 300 pots of light. And in so doing, the enemy turns on itself, begins to ravage itself, and then flees to the hills, which they are summarily pursued and so on and so on that's who we are we are in that place now to make these changes and so the virtual the the idea of of the of the blowing the shofars which we can all do but the idea of the blowing the shofar is to speak jesus into this world be profound be fearless walk into this and understand your authorities of who you are and as we do this it truly gets exciting to be in the middle of this war fantastic in fact and that's what god would want So lots ahead, lots ahead. I'm excited about where we're going to be here in this community. We're excited about the resources we have. Encourage you to continue to engage and bring people in where we can. We want to expand this footprint, but as God leads all things. That's so important. Patriots, it's been a wonderful 2023. We're beginning what will be one of the greatest years in our life, 2024. And it will truly be epic in all that's accomplished going ahead, because I know it will. Our main focus, keep the faith and keep in God. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning as a fellowship, a community that's assembled here on this New Year's Day, the transition now from what was 2023 into what we project to be one of the greatest years for kingdom in 2024. This is a, This is the year of the battle. This is the year of the trench fight. This is the year of the battlefield fights. This is the year where we proclaim victory over this world and over this land. Where we overcome the challenges put before us, and where we follow those principal pillars now—rescue, heal, and restore. Rescue, heal, and restore, and to continue to pursue, Father, the, as you have placed on my heart the rebuilding of the church, the raising up of the spiritual shepherds, and the expansion through mission work. So, Father, we just ask that everybody who's here today is anointed with that, with, with those calls that are needed those that are in that place that can receive this, that they're now stepping into and ready to step in as warriors in this fight. Father, we just equally ask for the continued guidance and, and clarity in everything we do. All of this, Father, is our love in you, and you know that you're reading our hearts. We want nothing more, for you are our one. Our one to lead. Our one to put us where we need to be. So, Father, guide us and protect us in this hour. Give us the clarity and discernment that we need to raise up this mighty army of, of of warriors in Christ. Jesus, may you walk with us, guide us, be that leader that we need in this hour for us to see clearly in our hearts, to know clearly where you want us to be, not to have it to second guess, and to, to allow the powers and the tools of war to, to filter and in, expand within us. Let us... Receive increasingly the power of the apostolic. Let us receive increasingly the sight of the prophetic. Let us receive the gifts of healing, not just healing, but miracle healings. Miracle healings that would leave others stunned, but will make them realize that they're now dealing with the sons of God. The the blessings of, of deliverance to be able to cast out demons to be able to walk that place of inner healing and to free them and to bring people back completely as a soul spirit body that was intended to reveal to them what their purpose is here in whom they are and raising of the dead. Let us have that ability not only to raise up the spiritual dead, but to raise up the physical dead we're called. All of that comes and centers on a heart that we walk in, Father, that you know well. And may these blessings pour upon people the blessings to understand that this is a time, these are the tools of war. Let us raise our hands and pray and say, Father, we just pray at this moment in time to bless us with these, with these anointments, to pour them down from heaven, to overwhelm me with the greatness of tools of war that we need. Let us be freed from the bondages of the no and start entering into the walking of the yes. And in so doing, Father, amen, we raise our hands and we say, Father, we are here, we receive. Humble ourselves before you, Father, as we do on our knees and we proclaim deliverance for this nation and repentance for this nation. And we will carry that cross, for we are the remnant. We will carry that burden. We are the remnant. And so, Father, we we literally stand in this hour, and as we close this prayer down, we are going to do a prayer of deliverance for this nation, for we cast out the darkness of this nation. We break the bonds and ties of the fortresses that have seized control of the minds and puppeteered so many into the darkness and enslavement of of, of evil. Father, we we cast out that demon. And those principalities that are waging war, we wage war against those principalities with the tools and mightiness that heaven gives us. Father, we call equally upon you in this hour. We call upon you the dispatching of war angels to attack every principality that we pray into, to attack every fortress that we pray into, and to reinforce every place that we secure with the, with the presence of war angels to ensure that there is no demonic that can enter into that space. We sever the ties that bind, the people that become accustomed to, that become slaves to, that they are getting the artificial rewards of and serving a master of darkness. And rather, Father, we, as we shake and we shake this nation and its root, we watch the, the tree give off its fruit. We now look to what's left, the purified mess bit. That is the burning, the furnace that every one of us is now seeking to walk through that agreed to this prayer. That we're walking into a place now of refinement Meshach and Bendigo, to be able to walk through the fires and not get burned. But the burning is to burn away the dross. The burning is to refine the silver. The burning is to make us more pure in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. The burningness is to raise us up as a warrior body in Christ. And the burning burning now is to make us in a state where we can step in and we can proclaim the powers of kingdom within this world to raise up the mightiness of what those gifts are, to take an enemy who thinks and prides itself in taking and capturing your children, Father. And we step in as a remnant and we say, this will be no more. And we break those chains and we set them free. And may we be the restorers. That's the rescue part, the rescue, then the heal, the restoration to heal, to bring their hearts back, to bring them and make them whole again so they are restored and back in the fight and back with eyes clear to see and be part of kingdom. Let this be the blessing of Bar's nation as we walk into 2024, Father. Let us lead in the way that you need us to lead, that every single thing we do is of you. Anything not of you is burned out. And let that purification now that we step in in the coming weeks and months be a constant ongoing process to refine us and to make us greater in you. So thank you, Father, humbly for all that has been passed in 2023. For we are here with purpose in our heart. Thank you, Father, for the connections made in 2023 so that we can step into 2024 with the expanded understanding of what the kingdom and nation is like. And Father, we bless every single person here, everyone that has attended here, been here, been through the fire. Let us continue to be refined. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to have a good 2024. Prayer felt good. That tells me a lot. We're on fire. So buckle up. Because it's going to be a great event, a great year. And there's a lot going on. I don't know what you're doing today. I will say this. If if you're out and about, be careful. These are just days of typical days of just kind of people moving back and forth between home. If you are traveling, be safe. Remember, tonight, Resistance Chicks. And us and myself are joining for a show that begins at 5 p.m. Pacific. And we'll be back on our regular times tomorrow. But this show will span, I guarantee it. I just guarantee it. We're going to go past the 7 o'clock start time for Bards FM anyway, so don't worry. It's all there. Because when you get us to all three together, time, (laughs) time doesn't work anymore. That I will tell you right now. It's good. Patriots, hope you have a very blessed New Year's Day. Someone asked if it's going to be on Rumble. Yes, it'll be streamed on Rumble. The Resistance Chicks and my and Barnes FM channel. All right, Patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Everybody, evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, we'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for the combined show with Resistance Chicks and Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, Happy New Year, and out for now.
2: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend,